I have a request. It would help us a whole bunch if you would click on the like button. That can influence the algorithms on all the platforms, and we may show up on more people's casual scrolling or recommended shows. Let's pack the teen canteen every week. Can I wish for standing room only someday? I can. Also, each of the past few weeks, I've started uploading on Saturdays. It appears as though we receive more views and listens with that strategy, minus the episode that didn't go live until last Monday. I will continue to tinker with that as needed. Let's start the second month of 2023 with a dumb birthday game from February 4th, 1996. I should mention that all episodes this month, eh, for no particular reason, will hail from 1996. The title of this one, A Hand-Picked Panel of Lovely Ladies. The Players. Eddie LeClaire, producing and playing in studio. Ken Newman in traffic. Dina from Bradford, Ontario, Canada. Marie in Quincy. Lisa from Cortland, New York. And Lana in Boston. The Birthdays. David Brenner. Conrad Bain. Lisa Eichhorn, Clint Black, Alice Cooper, Dan Quayle, Betty Friedan, Ida Lupino, oh, no wait, I'm sorry, she's dead, and Rosa Parks. And we have time for two post-game callers, Ed in Somerville and Richie from New York. Other realities. Coded traffic info. Traffic Reporter University. Vacu traffic with Kevin Brennan. No gloss all soul. Cheek nibbling and headstands. Morals of an alley cat. CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Big Beaks. Numerology. It is revealed that the excitement of the dumb birthday game may contribute to breathing difficulties. If you find yourself in distress, please visit the WBZ Clinic on the 42nd floor. The dumb birthday game rules and handbook and the birthday game hall of fame where you can purchase pictures of multi-game winners for $5 each. Lloyd from Boxford, George Burns, Solar Calculators, Apples, and School Music Programs. Episode 124, a hand-picked panel of lovely ladies, begins now. Yes, today's panel uh, will be one of those uh, taking part in all of this, too. I notice the panel is composed all of all women. Today. I thought you'd be happy with that, Norm. I am just so darn happy about that because women are just so soft and so nice mm -hmm. and just so lovely. And they make fine, dumb birthday game players, too. They're excellent, excellent. Yes. And I know that the ones you have hand-selected... Maybe I'll not phrase it that way. Anyway, the ones you have picked for the game, they're going to be they're going to be wonderful. I know because you give them a, all kinds of tests, don't you? That's right. You decide uh, intelligence tests and uh, and quizzes and and all that kind of stuff. That's right. That's right. We're very concerned about the integrity and personality of our of our players. That's right. Mora morals count in yes. too. The morality it is certainly ter does. Ter terribly important. It certainly does. Okay. And we also have, of course, a Ken Newman. That's right. Speaking of morality, here's yeah, Ken. Here's, Ken. here's Mr. Morals. Mr. Mr. Morals. High Morals, yeah. <laughs> and he'll flaunt them at you every chance he gets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so moral. I don't know whether, <laughs> whether I associate with you guys or not. How moral are you guys? I heard you say that an awful lot of time, Ken. Well, I know. I was just being overly moral. <laughs> but I couldn't be that moral because here I am taking part in the dumb birthday game. That's true. <laughs> Whatever morality is, we're going right down the toilet. 
Or sometimes people say going down the tubes, but that's the same thing. Okay, and you're all set to play the game, are you? Because quite a few interesting people were born on this date, and of course today is Sunday, uh, February 4th. I just mentioned that in case anybody's wondering about that. Uh, what, what is all, what are those I don't know. Is that Sounds like someone starting their car in the cold or something. Oh. <laughs> That's the, that would be the traffic information. Oh, okay. Oh, that's coded, so only I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> only those of high morals can uh, get the message contained. Right. I had to take a four-year training seminar on how to decipher the <laughs> the traffic information. Uh, last time, last time we were on, wasn't there a the guy was vacuuming? Was that with you? No, no, I don't think that was me. <laughs> I don't think I would have. I think I probably would have said something to him. <laughs> no, somebody came in a vacuum. Isn't that true? Am I imagining that? I don't remember. Maybe that was on when uh, when you were with Mike during the week. Maybe that happened, but I don't I don't recall it. Although it certainly would be funny if. Oh, well, that's I think that's true, and it wasn't. That's right. It wasn't Jack Hart because he was off that night. It was right. on Tuesday morning. Somebody was pinch hitting for him. It mm. was Kevin. Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan. That's right. And Kevin, uh, Kevin, I guess somehow couldn't bring himself to say don't vacuum or maybe he did say don't vacuum we're on the air <laughs> and they and went ahead anyway. yeah no he well he vacuumed but the guy apparently didn't understand english too well <laughs> and so he couldn't follow what kevin was saying and he was i couldn't understand what that noise was you know the sound of vacuuming but that's what it was anyway Oh God! This is this, this program is real, though. You know, I mean. Oh yeah. You run into those kind of things, but it's real. Mm -hmm. It's not slick. It's not smooth. There are errors, but it's real. It's not. It's not overly glossed over. That's right. <laughs> it's not. It's not just one of these slick things that you don't believe. We're real people. It's got heart. That's right. It's got soul. Prick it's got us. Feeling. Do, prick us. Do we not bleed? Because we're real people. <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, Let's bring in the members of the panel because you guys are probably well. I know Ed knows who they are because he picked them. You don't know yet, Ken, but we're going to meet can't them. Wait. Can't okay, wait. this is first. First one is Dina uh, Hi. from Bradford, Ontario, Canada, uh, who we just spoke with just a little while ago. She's mm -hmm. a darling, darling person. And so are you. Yes, I am. I am, and I'm proud of it. Why don't we all hug? <laughs> Let's put all our arms around each other, okay. hug and, and love Can each other. We? Yes, mm -hmm. and I might, Dina might just bite you on your left cheek. Not your right cheek. If you're lucky. Oh God, I hope I'm lucky. I hope I'm lucky. Oh, uh, please, please make me lucky. Anyway, Dina, have you, you've not, I know you've never played the game before. I know I would remember you, and I and I don't remember you playing the game. And you understand that we guess the ages of people born on on this very date. Uh, oh, so I, I don't understand if we're going for this day or Saturday. No, this day, this day. The so Saturday is not this is Sunday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah, Saturday is not this day. See, this day is Sunday. We're now on to Sunday. Oh, the 4th. Fe February 4th, yes. Okay. Okay. And we also have uh, Marie. Uh, Marie is in Quincy. Hi, Marie. Hi, Hawaii. Oh. I just want to know if... If I can get it off my head now, because Ed told me I had to stand on my head until Norm said my name. <laughs> so, is it okay to stand up now? You poop. 
poor frightened child. I know. You listen to you listen to that monster. He has this tendency sometimes to go a little bit overboard when he wants to intimidate. Because I am a man of low morals. He has no morals at all. He's got the morals of an alley cat. Okay. Okay, you can get you can you can stand up up straight or or even sit down. Well, whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever's comfortable for is okay with us. And we're going to go to Cortland, New York, and Lisa, who's, who's with us. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Have you, have, have, I know I've talked with you. Now, have you played this game before with us before, known as the dumb birthday game? Yes, I have. Okay, so you understand how fabled and legendary it is. A couple of times. Did you, have you won? Yes, I did. Did you Thanks get any? What's that? Thanks for the gift. Oh, you got the gift and everything? Yes. Oh, I'm just so proud of myself. Oh. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. And uh, Lana, who's here in Boston. Hi. And, and Lana is the silly lady. Right. Who knows all the names of uh, funny names for, for athletic teams. To be sure. Okay. Uh, you have not played the game with us before. No, right? okay. I've never played. I've listened. Yeah. You know, and I... I knew the last time you played the Tammy Grimes that nobody knew. Yeah, I knew her too. But she's from Newton on that night. That was Tuesday. You know, Norm. Yes. Do you realize that Tammy Grimes was born in Newton, or she has very close relatives in Newton? She was, she's married. She was married to Christopher Plummer, and I think her daughter is Amanda Plummer. Now, you know something? You're going to be a tremendous resource <laughs> on this game tonight. I can tell. I well, I don't think know. I think that's lose. a woman who's already won twice, but she sounds like a ringer. No, I won once. Oh, once. But <laughs> I, I'm glad that she brought up Tammy Grimes, because I wish that I was playing that night, because nobody on the panel knew who she was, and I knew who she was. No, that's I, I thought true. I that's could true. contribute Yeah, because cause I, thought, I thought she was fairly well-known. I was surprised... Uh, when everybody kind of, uh, you know, well, w w did not know that. I'm just looking up, well, say, while I'm talking, I'm looking stuff. That's why I'm, my speech is faltering. <laughs> uh, Tammy, Tammy, oh, that's right. She's not, she's not listed in this, in the, in the book. Hmm. Can you imagine that? Well, well that's nobody knows who she is. Yeah, Leonard Andrew Grimes is listed here. It was on Tuesday. Hmm. I seem to recall, didn't she host uh, the CBS Radio Mystery Theater that's for a while? Why I was, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I used to love that show. That yeah. was... Now, who in the world is Leonard Andrew Grimes? You know, I don't really know. But he's listed. He is listed. Let me, let's see, I, I looked in the index to find Tammy Grimes and I came across him. Are you okay. sure you're not looking in the other book, the non-famous people? What? <laughs> what happens to Radio Mystery Theater? Do you, does anybody know? I well, they know. just, uh, yeah, I guess CBS just decided there wasn't a big enough listening audience or something. But I thought it was kind of fun. I used to, oh, I, yeah. I used yeah. to listen to it with, with, my, with my youngest daughter, who of course was not around, obviously, during the big radio era. And she got such a big kick out of that, and of course neither you weren't around then either, for that matter. And you and you got a kick out I of wasn't, it. I wasn't. I wasn't either. I know it. Okay. I wasn't either, and I loved it. You know, but I was almost there. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up. Listen, November 9th is the birthday of, of. Uh, I don't even see it listed here. <laughs> November 9th, it said he was when he was born. Oh, Leonard Andrew Grimes. Okay. Uh, born on November 9th, 
Reverend Leonard Grimes oh. was born in Leesburg, Virginia, mm -hmm. to parents who were free on November 9th, 1815, as a free mm -hmm. black man living oh. in Washington, D.C., despised slavery, and became active in uh, assisting fugitive slaves to escape. Wow. So we're going back into history now. He's not obviously not a contemporary. Um, well, it sounds he, like a very interesting guy. Yes, it does. He became the first minister of the 12th Street Baptist Church in Boston. Oh. In the 12th Street. I didn't even know we had a 12th Street. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's take today's birthdays. And today is the birthday of David Brenner. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, let me tell you something about David Brenner. He's a comedian. The, he's a comedian. He did a. He appears on talk shows mostly, and he does a lot of nightclub acts and stuff, stand-up comic. Yeah, and according right. to this, he did. He was. Uh, he was the. Uh, he was on Nightlife. A, it says short-lived talk show, opposite the Tonight Show. Everything that was on opposite the talk. The well, it's pretty short-lived. Was really short-lived. Uh, born at, uh, he was born in Philadelphia on this day, February 4th. And the question goes, what year and how old would he be? He has a daytime right talk radio show. Oh, that's right, he does. When It's back when he's on, on the TV talk shows. He brings a tape recorder along and he records stuff <laughs> that, that you know, on the show and then plays it back on, on his own radio, show. yeah. Okay, uh, Dina, what do you think? How old is David Brenner? Uh, I'll say he's 40. Uh, sorry, 52. 52. What do you think, Marie? Is guy with a big nose or something? Yes, he has a very large nose, oh, yes. Some people I'm, call I'm, it... I'm sorry, that's not really nice to say, but... No, uh, but some people who want to be polite about it say, my, look at that beak. <laughs> <laughs> that softens it a little bit so oh, it doesn't feel so bad. Now. Thank you. Um, now that I get, get off my head here tonight, um, 49? 49. No, he's not a... Particularly attractive, although he's not terribly unattractive. He's a kind of an average-looking guy with a, a nice, warm face. Oh, is he single? I don't know. Would that interest with you? With a nose you? like that, I'm sure he is. <laughs> he's divorced, I think. Yeah. Lisa, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say 49 also. 49 also. And uh, Lana? Um, I'm going to say 47. And I think he's afraid to get married. <laughs> why, 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 do you, why do you say that? I think I've heard him talk, you know, in his comedy routines about sort of, you know, going away places with his girlfriend or girlfriends, but, and how afraid he is to get married, but I may be wrong. Well, I believe he's divorced, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know that much about him, but, uh, you know. And he has, a, he has a kid. Oh, well then, so he probably was married. Well, I say 47. Okay. <laughs> Based upon that information. Right. Okay. Ken, what do you think? Um, using my intricate calculations, I've arrived at 50. 50, because you're a numerologist. Yes. And you arrive at these <laughs> things through numerology, I know quite a lot. That was part of the training, the uh, training that I took as to be a traffic reporter. A traffic reporter. Okay. Ed, what do you think? I'm going to guess 53. Okay, see, now this, uh, for those of you playing the game for the first time, you know that this is the magic moment when mm -hmm. you can hardly breathe because of the excitement and everything. People have died. <laughs> yeah, people have died. We, we have had, we, have, we lost a lot of people. I don't like to bring that up, Ken. I wish you had. But it's true. We have, uh, uh, we brought him up to the clinic, the WBC clinic on the mm -hmm. 42nd floor here. Huh? 
and uh, sometimes they haven't survived. <laughs> we transferred them to Mass General Hospital in the WBZ ambulance. Mm -hmm. The air lifted them in the BZ copter. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. Well, we, <laughs> we'd only airlift them during the day when we have traffic reports and make it makes us worthwhile to send that up <laughs> i'm terribly sorry we can't airlift you to the hospital it's not uh, it's not morning drive time yet and on the on the airlift there's always there'll always be a traffic reporter on there Starling drive backed up <laughs> that's right and a sick person on board alive alive oh anyway david brenner is 51 years old today mm which would seem to make Dina and uh, Ken, um, or both who came within one year. Dina said 52, and Ken said 50, so both within one year of the actual age of 51. Mm, very and good. And so we have two winners in that round, and we're off to a wonderful, what I mean really, a wonderful start. Yes. Oh, Conrad Bain, you know, the, the actor. Oh, yeah. Conrad Bain. I, I don't have any information on him at all here. He's been on uh, different strokes. Different strokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something like that. And through the years, he's been on uh, quite a number of things. I think he's got the kind of face I think most people would remember. But uh, anyway, okay. I guess you all know who we're talking about anyway. Well, so. Who was he on different strokes? He was the father? He was the father? father on different strokes. Oh. He's kind of a... Is he kind yeah, of Mr. A, Drummond. I think that was his name. That's right. Drummond. Drummond. Was, you were absolutely right. Oh, good. Okay, Ed, what do you think? How old is uh, he today, then? 71. 71. Okay, and Ken? I'll say 68. All right, Lana? Um, I'm, may I say 68 also? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, you poor frightened child. Of course you may. That's, uh, of course, <laughs> page 1003, paragraph rule. B, section 1A. Okay. And that's players are allowed to use the same guess. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. duplication of, of, of ages is is okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the dumb birthday game handbook, which has to be updated. You know, each year we add different rules, but this is uh, there are tremendous amount of rules for a game that's oh, simple. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of pictures of some of the star players. Once, <laughs> once, once we have won more than say one or one or one more than three contests right. through right. the years. Uh, they're in the uh, Dumb Birthday Game Hall of Fame section of the book. Yes. <laughs> Lloyd from Boxford, he's a very famous one. Yes, he's very, very famous, yes. Uh, and we have individual autograph pictures of some of these people. If you'd like to buy them, $5 a picture. <laughs> it's the only way we can pay the printing and handling costs. <laughs> Jeez, I can't believe I'm saying these things. <laughs> It's like I'm an old guy not looking for a new job because <laughs> I'm getting out of luck. <laughs> now, we heard you, uh, Norm, you're applying for a job here at uh, our radio station. And uh, we heard you during the dumb birthday game the other day. And uh, now, don't take your coat off. Just keep it on and get the hell out of here as fast as, you, as, fast as your spindly fat legs will take you. Okay, pal? And don't look back ever. Anyway, Lisa, how old do you think Conrad Bain is? Um, 64. Does, does Bain mean bath in French? No, um, it, it's close to it, but it's not that, is it? It's close to it in Italian, too. It's but. sort of close to it in English. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, Marie, what do you th how old is Conrad Bain? Um, God, 67. 67. Okay. And Dina? Well, I think he used to be a mod, too. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. was in mod. Yes, he was. That is correct. Yeah, he, he was like the neighbor's husband. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think I'll go with 73. 73 is exactly right. Wow. Exactly right. And uh, Ed LeClaire was uh, was very close. He said 71. But uh, Dina's just a while gone. She was a little closer. Yeah, you know the problem we have with sending gifts to uh, to uh, to Canada. Oh, the duty. Yeah. Well, it is, I don't know so much that, about that, but we have to fill out forms. Uh, you know, because it's what are they calling? It? It's crossing into a different country. Customs. Well, you know what? Just don't send me anything as expenses as expensive as you would send in the States. Like, you know, just send me something really cheap. We don't. We still have to fill out the same forms, <laughs> cheap or expensive, and I don't want you to be denied a wonderful gift simply because you live north of the border. Well, Duh. I haven't won yet, though. No, but, uh, okay, you, you haven't won yet, but you... I just have a feeling about this. Oh, I have such a wonderful feeling about this. Oh, God, I bet yes. you do. Yes, I do. But then I have this great feeling about <laughs> so many things. It's and the only thing that keeps giggling. It, it's the only thing that keeps me alive. To, to be to, to be truthful. Well, you know what you could send. You could send a tape of you talking and Ed giggling in the background. Yeah. Would we have to declare duty on that? Have to pay duty on that? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think that they might not let that into the country. <laughs> yes, we do have no. our pornography rules. <laughs> you can't send that, and you can't send bunches of fruit. Yeah, I mean, like the grapes, if grapes. And, if you and Ed came together, that would mean what? <laughs> I don't even want to follow up on that one. Lisa Icorn. <laughs> Uh, it was at least icon as it says as an actress. Uh -huh. I'm sure she is. I, you know, I, I don't have what she acted in. I don't, I don't have any information. There's no. She's no been in a variable um, TV movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you name any of them? No. For five dollars a title. Well, you can just take a stab at it and say <laughs> like, in search for my baby. Search for search for Oh, she was. Yeah, the blonde girl. Okay. Okay. The friend, the friend of Eddie Murphy at the art gallery. Oh yeah, that's who she is. Yeah. Okay. I will ask Lisa since she, she has she's a namesake to take the first shot at that. Lisa from Cortland, New York. How old do you think Lisa Icorn is? Thirty-four. And uh, Lana, what do you think? I'm going to say thirty-three. Okay, and Dina. Well, I was going to go with 34 also. Am I allowed to do that? Hold on a minute while I check the rule book. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, I'll take 34 then. 34. Okay. And what do you think, Ed? Uh, 41. 41. Okay, Ken? I think that she is 32. 32. And uh, Marie? Um, 37. Thir Marie says 37. Okay, uh, Lisa Icorn is actually 44. Whoa, wow. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hey. I guess that movie huh. came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. 
her. I was kind of yeah. going by what she looked like. Guess she looked good for her age. I was trying to go by the time of the movie when it was the Mets. Yeah, actually, Ed, uh, Ed uh, said 41, and he was the closest. All of you were very complimentary because you all guessed, all guessed younger than she actually is. Clint Black has also has a birthday, February 4th, today. He does. Uh, yeah, Clint, Clint Black. He's not listed here either, but you know he's the... Wait a minute, he is here. Wait a minute, is he? No, he's not. Country star. Country singer. Yeah, no, country singer with a black hat, which is going against all the old cliches of uh, country music. Because oh. usually the the good guy wore the uh, white hat. He may he might be a bad guy. No, well, that's Western movies. Yeah. Not 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 movies. Not not, not sing movies. not singers not country singers. I thought it applied to to anybody like that. That if you wore a black hat, you were the villain. Well, if you wore Cash always wore black. That's what I was thinking guy. of. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Tying in it with his name. Well, if you wear a black hat in country music, you're a bad country singer. <laughs> now, if you sing off key, you're a country singer. <laughs> well, no, if you well, never mind. Anyway, uh, Marie, what do you think? How old is Clint Black today? I know how old he is. He's my age, thirty-four. Okay. And uh, let's see, Lana, what do you think? Well, she sounds so so. I mean, I. I would say 34. She sounded so real. Okay. <laughs> I'm cheating a little bit. No, um, that's a, that's a, no. That cheating is is allowed. It is. He's married yeah. to he's a wonderful. I mean, to an adorable actress. I think he's married to Lisa Hartman. Yeah. Mm. And they make a cute pair. <laughs> a cute pair. <laughs> okay. And uh, Lisa, what do you think? I'll say 34. Also. 34 and Dina. Oh gosh, these girls are so right on. Um, <laughs> I'll say thirty-three. Thirty-three. All right, and uh, Ken. Well, at this point, how could I not say thirty-four? I have to jump on the thirty-four bandwagon. Well, I how you could not say it. You could say like seventy-six. Or thirty-eight. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you're really asking for my advice, I or I how you say another age, I could just say nothing. I could just oh. stand here in silence. Okay, Ed, what do you think? How old is uh, Clint Black? Oh, thirty-four. How's that sound? Thirty-four sounds exactly right. Oh boy. So we have uh, everybody except Dina who marches to her own drums or something. However that goes. I know. You try to be original and look what you get. Yeah. Okay. So that means that Dina and Ken and Ed are all tied with two apiece. And everybody else, Lana, Lisa, and Marie all have one, one apiece. So this mm -hmm. is still very, very close. Very, very close. Ooh, wowie. Uh, Today is also, let's see, February 4th is the birthday of Alice Cooper, the uh, oh, really? singer. Yeah. You know his, you know his, I guess everybody knows his real name. Do you know it? I don't know his real name. I think I did it one time. I can't. Vincent Damon Furnier. Hmm. <laughs> looks like a Vincent Damon Furnier. Vincent Damon Furnier. God love him. Mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. <laughs> uh, born at Detroit, Michigan on this very day, February 4th. And all you have to do is tell me how long ago that was. 
let's see. Ken, what do you think? How old is Alice Cooper? Well, he's too old to be walking around singing that, those songs still. Uh, <laughs> and wearing that silly makeup. I think he's a little too old for that. I'm going to say... We'll, we'll call him. I'll call him since I get off the air five this morning. Because he likes to know what the reaction of people is toward him. <laughs> he looks a little haggard, I think. Um, but anyway, I think he's probably 47. 47. Okay. And uh, Dina, what do you think? Alice Cooper? I, I, I'd say Alice Cooper is 57. 57. Okay. And uh, Ed? I remember when I was a... Little boy, my older brother used to listen to Alice Cooper all the time. He had all of Alice Cooper's albums. be blasting him through the house. Oh, and I think he's 55. That's why I think he's 55. <laughs> my brother think? was listening to him all those years ago. Okay, you can figure out that song called I'm 18, if you only knew when that was... That's right. Out. Then we would know. Uh, <laughs> Marie, what do you think? I'm depressed right now because I think I'm really old, but uh, he's not 50 yet, so I think he's 49. 49. Oh, God. Oh, you poor soul. You're already suffering, aren't you? I know. I feel like uh, all of a sudden, it's like everyone's making me feel old. Oh. How? 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 Just because Alice Cooper's old? Well, yeah. It's like, I don't know. And you used to listen to Alice Cooper? Well, yeah. Ah. I see the connection. <laughs> I feel the same way because I think of George Burns in a very affectionate manner. God bless. Yeah, no, I was just a—he was just a young guy when I first began listening to his records. And here is a hundred, so you can imagine. This is going nowhere, isn't it? This old, this old little speech of mine. Right. Yeah. Ever since I can, re ever since I was born, I think George Burns has been old. He has been old. <laughs> oh, he has been old. Of course, that guy was a hundred <laughs> years old. Now that's a, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, happy birthday, George. We're thinking of you with affection. <laughs> if that doesn't kill him, nothing will. Lisa, how old do you think Alice Cooper is? Oh, uh, forty-nine. Forty-nine. Okay, and uh, Lana? Um, I'm going to say 54. Okay. Uh, uh, Alice Cooper actually is 48. Mm. Oh, so we have, uh, so we have uh, two, Marie and, uh, and Lisa and Ken, who said 47. That's right. That's right. They said 47, so you're all within one year of uh, his age. That, that's, that's correct. Ken now has three... And two apiece by Dina, Marie, Lisa, and Ed. Mm. And Lana, you wonderful person. <laughs> you, have, you have one also. I'm holding up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I have one by myself. Oh, gee, wouldn't that be terrific if I really did win by myself? But uh... you, you could, because actually we have a couple of more people, I guess, including former... Vice President of the United States of America, Dan Quayle. Today ah. is February 4th. is his birthday. Oh. Well, let me see. Uh, let me check. Uh, yes, Dan Quayle is, uh, was born on February 4th. Uh, let's see. Let me ask uh, uh, Lana to take a shot at that. How old do you think Dan Quayle is? Now, this is really interesting because he looked 
like he looked pretty young uh, when he was making all those mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm also confused because, oh yeah, no, he was Bush and Bush, and so that's eight years. Um, no, yeah, well, it's seven years. Oh, what the heck, 47. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 47, says Lana. And uh, Dina says what? Dan Quayle. He's the guy that uh, used to be vice president of the United That's States. That's right. Of course, you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're a Canadian, so you wouldn't be as familiar with him. But you might know the potato incident. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. You remember that potato thing? Right? I do. And he, he, he said the wrong apostrophe in there. Well, no, he said there should be an E at the end. Oh, well. Potato. I mean, if you put an E in, you always have to put an apostrophe in. Oh. Um, oh that's that's a Canadian. That's the Canadian <laughs> grammar. The, the rules do not apply here. And, and we have to know how old he is now. Yes. How old would he be today? Because today's his birthday. That's... Oh, if it's birthday today, I'll say he's 48. Okay, if his birthday were yesterday, would you say something different? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. But if it was tomorrow? Oh, well, that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, let's see, Lisa, what do you think? Um, how many years ago was 88? Um, <laughs> which I should know. That's the year I graduated high school. That would be eight years ago, the way I figure it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Get my calculator out. Yeah, mine doesn't work because it only works when you hold it up to the sun. It's a solar. <laughs> I have one of those too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Stuff to do calculations in the dark. Yes, on a cloudy day. That's right. He'd be different. He'd be a different age on a cloudy day right. than a sunny day. <laughs> he wouldn't be a different age, but he'd be like something sonar. Who did I ask? Is this Lisa? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And how old do you think he is? I believe he is 52. 52. Okay. And uh, Ken? That sounds like a good guess to me. I'm going to go with it, too. 52. Okay. Marie? I know how old he is. He's 49. 49. Okay. And uh, Ed? 52. 52. Should have gone with Marisha. Really does know. Oh, she does. Yeah, she oh, does wow. know. He is forty-nine. You got to stop saying that, Marie. Yeah. Yeah, then you got to stop doing that. <laughs> you give it away. Unless, you know, you unless I'm the next one to go <laughs> after yeah, you, yeah. then you can say. It. Ken will make that uh, yeah. stipulation there. Unless you're last. How did you? How did you know he was forty-nine, Marie? Well, because he's uh, seven years younger than my mom, so. I was oh, pretty sure he was 44 and 88. I, mean, I added it up that way. I think we have a natural. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was doing, too, 44 and 88. Yeah, well, Dina said... I was positive that's what he was. Yeah, Dina said 48, so she was very close, and Lana 47. You're all pretty close. Well, I still wouldn't vote for him, but that's okay. <laughs> you still wouldn't vote for him? I wouldn't have him proofread uh, any, any of my papers, either. <laughs> that's right. Okay, Betty Friedan, the uh, feminist. She wrote The Feminine Mystique. The uh, Fountain of Age was another book she wrote. She's from, uh, she was born in Peoria, Illinois. Author, she's just got mostly author and feminist and all that. And uh, interesting lady, very much in the news back in the uh, 70s, I think primarily mm -hmm. during that, uh, the hippie era and the, the beginning of the feminist movement. Uh, let's start with, uh, let's see, let's start with you, Dina, uh, Betty Friedan. 
well, I go with um, 75. 75. Okay, Marie? Um, 58. And uh, Lisa? Um, 77. And Lana? Um, I think I'll say 76. That's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting for Jack Hart to somehow appear, you know. I'll Wherever he that. is, he just suddenly went, that's yeah, the spirit. That's right. Even if he's not listening, probably automatically he's mm -hmm. said that. Come on, I wonder where that came from. Ken, what do you think? Um, 75. 75. Ed? How about 72? 72. Uh, 75 is correct. That's how old uh, really? she is. 75. And so that means Dina and Ken uh, both uh, got it right on the button. So here's the uh, the final result. I guess. I guess maybe we can get one other one. I suppose we have time. Uh, Dina has uh, three. Mm. And so does Marie. That's That was a little couplet I just did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, Shakespeare would have been proud. Oh, he would have uh, just loved it. Mm -hmm. I loveth thou, he would have said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ken Newman has four. So Ken leads, and two apiece by Ed and Lisa, and uh, Lana has one. That's how, many, the way. how many names have we guessed? We've guessed uh, seven. Normally we, normally we guess eight. I don't. I don't know. If there's anybody else here? Is Ida Lupino still alive? I don't know who she is. No, Ida Lupino no, died. She, she did. She away. did die. Yeah, she cool. did die. She's. She's an. She was an actress. A very, very well-known actress. And she was a director also. And she just died this past year. Okay. Yes, that's right. She was a director also. Um, what did she direct? Movies. Did, Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she was in a ton. She was in a Traffic. ton of movies so way back. She was married to Howard Duff, was she not? The actor. Correct. You're right. correct. Yeah. All right. Let me see if let's see who else we can guess. What was her name? Ida Lupino. Ida Lupino. Ida Lupino too. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could. <laughs> if I could, but I can't because mm. I've been sick. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rosa Parks. There's a there's an interesting name. Civil rights pioneer oh, yeah. Rosa Parks uh, refused to uh, give up her seat on the bus. When was that? That was uh, that was in the fifties. 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 Or I would say, but I don't know. If that no, that's right. that sounds right. That's that's it's a, it's in that era anyway. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, hold on a minute. I'm bringing my scorecard up to date here, and it's terribly important uh, that I be neat, even though the program stops cold and it's terribly boring. As long as I'm neat, that's all that counts. Because that's what people will remember me for. Because neatness, neatness counts. Neatness mm -hmm. counts, yeah. She's born in Tuskegee, Alabama, on this day, February 4th. Rosalie Parks. Uh, Ed, Ed, what do you think? Uh, 70... 75. 75. Okay, Ken. Um, let me think. 
Can I just take a moment to stop the entire game cold and yes, you may. dead air for a few minutes? Well, it sure. won't, be, won't be dead air because I plan to sing a medley of songs taught to me by my Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother. <laughs> I'll say, uh, I'm going to say... He's not going to... He's not I'm going to say... That so, stopped him from pausing. It, it you did, understand? I noticed yeah. that. <laughs> that just gave you just enough time to think. I'm going to say 71. 71. Okay, Lana? Um, for some reason, it's been an anniversary, and I, I, I want to, I'm going to say 80, but I don't think she's that old, but I'm going to say 80. Hmm. You're going to say 80, even though you don't think she's that old. Hmm. Well, I have this, this, I think she might be somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, I mean, I have this Actually. double urge. Something's telling me she's 80, and something else, <laughs> <laughs> something else is telling me that I'm all confused. So, I think you should call you your psychic friend. Right. Yeah, and the event. Uh, yeah, and the event. Is that event? I had a double urge once. Yeah, the event actually would have been about 40 years ago. But I'm trying to figure out if we ever knew what age she was at the time. All right. That would be that would be a, certainly a dead giveaway. Yes, right. it would. <laughs> that would be, would be terrific. Helpful, you know, um, but I'm, you, I'll stick with 80. 80, okay. And Lisa, what do you think? Um, Did we we establish that Cortland, New York, where you live, is 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 how the Cortland apple got its name? Yes, we did. Or did you get your name from the apple? No, it must be. Uh, <laughs> I think the which apple came first, came the apple or the place? Okay. Oh. And I'm the one that said that's what our college baseball team is named. Also. Oh, the, the what? Apple. The Cortland apples. That's funny. And New York is known as the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know why I bring and everybody on the uh, team is uh, named Macintosh. <laughs> they have lots and of delicious, delicious Macintosh. Anyway, Lisa, uh, what do you think? Um, eighty-two. How much? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Okay, and Marie. I think she's not that old. But I think she's sixty-nine. And what do you think, Dina? I'll go with um, 78. Okay. Uh, Rosa Lee Parks actually is 83. Oh, what? Wow. 83. So, so Lisa said 82. And she, she was 43 at the time then. <laughs> uh, yeah. I so. figured yeah. She was, it seemed to me she was in her early 40s at the time. Somehow you would expect that she would be younger only because it was the young people who sort of uh, took over in that, that mm -hmm. decade to a very large extent. And I'll explain why right after these words. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let's see. Let's see what the final result is. Anyway, it's cancel has got four. Um, and uh, Ed has two. Lana has one. Lisa has three. And so is Marie. Oh, there's another couplet. Yes. Oh, they're just springing forth from the lips. <laughs> uh, Dina has, also has three. One, two, three. So it looks like you, Ken, are the winner of this really swell game. I am the champion. You are the champion. <laughs> you will get another picture. We should all sing that song. Oh, Ken is the champion. <laughs> that is pitiful. 
<laughs> that is so pitiful. I'm a little overtired. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Uh, but it was a close game. Delirious. Yeah, it, it, it was. was yeah. A very, very close game. What does overtired mean? I mean, how is that different from being tired? Oh, it's well, tired is one thing. But overtired is very tired. You'd be asleep right. if well, you were overtired. Overtired is when you're so tired that you can't sleep. Definitely. It's oh. kind of like when you're when when it's overcast outside. <laughs> it's just cast, but that you know, much more. like it, 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 it's so overcast <laughs> that it can't rain, or it's so overcast that it's corny. <laughs> that it's corny. Uh huh. Oh yeah, like when you've got so much corn in the pot that you can't even make anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought overcast was something about picking too many actors for a play. No, it's when you're fishing. Yeah, more than more than more than you need. It's when you're fishing and you're aiming for the fish, but you overcast. That's that's uh -huh. true. That's another thing. Another word, though. No, that I don't think that's could be overcasting for an injury too. Yeah, another another word that uh, that always puzzled me was the word we used to use in education uh, when I was a college professor. At Boston University. Oh yes, what was that word? Yeah. It was overachieve, overachievement. Uh, they say he he's a, he's an overachiever. That doesn't make any and sense that, to what me. What would that be? I have no idea what that means. That it really means he achieves. You know what? I've been that all my life. No, he achieves more than more than he has it. a right to achieve. But if he if he achieves more than he has a he, he's obviously not an overachiever. He's well, I, I guess you excel your uh, your single cell group or something. I beg your pardon. Well, I would assume that meant that you exceed the group you're associated with. I think you're in the wrong group then. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> well, well, but sometimes you can't help it but be with them. That's true. You're locked in a room. <laughs> but Norm, yes. you know that self-deprecating is definitely redundant. I mean, and people use it a lot. Well, the people that use it use it wrong. Well, no, deprecating means. Do they use it wrong or do they use it wrongly? Oh, I bet they use it wrongly. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> what an eclectic group this is. But, but no, um, no. But deprecating, deprecating means talking something down, or you know. And I thought and it self-deprecating is, is is talking to yourself down. Exactly. Isn't like, self-deprecating different than deprecating? No. Except that I always thought deprecating meant self-deprecating, and that it's gotten bastardized, or you know whatever it no, is. Well, no, it's so. not bastardized at all. How can you bastardize yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it takes a special skill to be able to do that, I suppose. Right. Well, I but want to thank you for all. For a couple of extra hands. <laughs> Norm, may I just say one thing? You certainly may. I might have won this game, except everybody else was really great. But I was in there within about four years, or, you know, I mean, at least I was in no, the you ball were, game. You yeah, were, you, 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 yes, were you, most, a lot of you were, yeah, no, you were very good. A lot of you were very good. It was very tight. Yeah, I got in with See, a, all the with, nights that I don't, that I don't get to play, you can have all these people that I know, and then when we hit a night, I get on, it's like, usually all these people I never heard of. But. I know it. There were, there was there were several like that today. That but is, that is quite true. Were, they were all, I knew them. Oh, okay. I thought you were using Well, Norm, you know what kills me? Yeah? Is that I thought I could have won the game, too, had I got, like, four or five more right. 
<laughs> you know, I, never... I, I thought I would have been right in there. <laughs> no, but I, I was making it a compliment in that I'm telling you, the people were right on. I mean, I couldn't even get more right because everybody was so right. You know something? I well, feel like I feel, I feel like none, so. I feel like I've just sneaked into the ladies' dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. If you did, there would be nothing that we wouldn't hide from you. To be sure. Mm. You know? I, did, did that have two negatives that changed the meaning of what I hope it was? Well, uh, okay. Uh, there'd be nothing, be nothing okay. that they wouldn't hide, meaning they hide everything. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, and and I can't believe only somebody in the radio or in the media would ever think of, I mean, besides me, thinking of analyzing a devil, double negative. <laughs> I do. I mean, that's okay. the kind of stuff I look for. Listen, I want to thank all of you for taking part in this. This was one of the most interesting moments of my life, so you can imagine what the rest of my life has been like. Well, it was Pretty fun. damn dull, Norm. No, it's awful. Thank you very much. It's awful. I want to thank you, Alana. You're, you're, uh, you're delightful, and I appreciate you taking part in this really swell game. Okay. And Alana is a really nice lady. Yes, she is. And Lisa. Yes. At Eddie's. Eddie's now. No, I want to thank you very much too. Uh, it was delight having you, and thank good you. luck I to the it. good luck to you and the Cortland apples. Yeah, we probably need it. Well, you sounded so <laughs> discouraging. You said they'll probably need it. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, take care of yourself. You too. Ain't Marie. I'm still what? waiting for a date, so thanks, Tom. Okay, when you say, every time I say Marie, I want to burst out to that old Tommy Dorsey song about the, oh. you know, the song. Marie the Dawn is Breaking. Everyone does, too. I know it. Uh, Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> no, I, I, don't think, I don't think so. <laughs> and th th thanks a lot, Marie. Nice to talk it's to you. It's nice. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And you, Dina, you've been an experience. And I could be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll fantasize that all and during the coming be, day. Listen, Norm, you're excellent. I, th I think you're one of the nicest men I've ever talked to in my life. In the entire life since the day you were born. And huh? Ed's not bad either. Oh, Ed's okay. What about Ken? Hey, I feel a little left out. But that's yeah, Ken, because Ken is kind of special, too. What's Ken do? And actually, Ken is the traffic reporter here. <laughs> and Ken also is probably the best-looking one of the three guys you're listening to. That affects oh, really? my niceness. Well, so that if you would just push him aside like nothing and, and you know, and start talking about Ed and me, you really made some bad well, choices. Well, the only thing is, I never listen to traffic. Because oh, I don't right. get myself involved in that. Oh, that's right. You're in Brantford, Ontario. So what do you care what the expressway around Boston is like? Exactly. So I, I just listen to the people who I think sound nice. I'm sorry. Is that Ken, fair? Ken, I think she's digging you deeper into the ground. No, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go in the corner and sob. Okay, oh, listen, right. Let me thank you, Ken, then, for taking part in this. Oh, report. yeah. Well, thank him and don't thank me. <laughs> oh, I get all mushy with him, why don't you? And, uh, you know, I saw, I, I saw, I was at the game today. I met him for a little work at night. You kind of fall asleep sometimes during the game. But, uh, <laughs> I know it. hey, that's, that, that's cool. That, that's what people like you and I, we're cursed, work at night. I know that. But in a, in a way, uh, do you mind working nights? No, I've been working nights for, I've been married 30 years. 
about 26, 27 years. Oh, well, I mean, you must fall. That's right. That way you, you'd fall asleep during the day and you'd during be wide day, awake yeah. at night. But I just called to tell the people that uh, if, if, not just Fowler High School. If any high school, get out there, listen to the kids, go to their concerts because the kids are great. Yes, I, I agree with that. We have uh, uh, our local high school is called Maskinamit. It's a regional high school of uh, Middleton, which is where I live, in Topsfield and Boxford. And they have a jazz band, and I've heard them. <clears throat> and boy, they I mean, these kids are something again. I mean, they really will make you proud. Uh, uh, so that's really nice. I know there are a lot of awfully good young musicians. What is your, now does your son want to make a career of music? Hopefully, yes. Because I know it's a tough way to make a living. Oh, it is. A living. Next year, he says, Dad, he wants to go to Berkeley next year. Oh, that's a lovely school. You know? Yeah. And uh, he, he uh, it surprised me because my two older sons, as you go through uh, the elementary schools, they have the, uh, one of my sons took up the clarinet. I mean, he played it for about five weeks. It sounded like he was killing pigs, but, you know, he gave it up. Then, his, then my other son, he was going to be a drummer, and he figured, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a drummer. He, he was very disappointed because they gave him a drum pad and sticks. He figured he's going to get a whole set of drums. Oh, yeah, I see, with, I see. You know? Right. But it, doesn't, it, it didn't work that way. But my youngest, he's 17 years old, yeah. and he stuck with it. He's been up to being since the 8th. They use him as they need to bring up the kids. They bring them up from the 7th and 8th grade. You know, they use them in the parades and things. Yeah. And it makes the band bigger. But, you know, it's a shame that these music departments don't, it's there, there's talent there, help the kids. I think, you know what I think is, I think it's up to the parents and the, uh, you know, the adult population to say to the cities and towns, you know, if you cut somewhere, but, but give these kids a break because we, we're interested and maybe they start cutting when they figure that parents are not as interested in music and that kind of thing as they are in sports. I'm not suggesting they cut sports. That's probably important, too. But music is terribly important. Oh, and, it is. Because and it means a lot to these kids who are playing in these bands. Because through, through being with the band and what goes on in the background, loading the bus, unloading the bus, going to the practices, you learn a lot. Of, you are, I, I learned to appreciate more music now than I did when I was growing up, as far as classical, jazz, you know, because they, they play everything. Yeah, that's really lovely. I think that's that's fantastic. Hey, I appreciate the information, Ed. You're okay. Good luck to your son and to Somerville High School. Okay, no, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, let's go to Richie in New York. Hi, Richie. Good morning. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, thank you. Good. I enjoyed the program this morning. Oh, well, I appreciate that very much. Thank you for saying that. I look forward to it on the weekends. Well, tell me what I can do for you. Anything special? Uh, yes, you can for a while. Uh, get the other stations off your program. Uh, do, do they interfere with us? Now, where in New York are you? Westchester County. You know where the Tappan Zee Bridge is? Yeah, I have an idea. Yeah, see, I think the problem... Where you are, you're close to New York City, uh, right. and uh, you're near W our our, our station there's W I N S. Yes, that's one of the ones that comes on. I know it, and we're there at uh, we're 10, at ten, 10. ten. They're at ten ten, and we're at ten thirty. And so you also we're so, get 
we're so close to the dial to them on the dial that uh, they would interfere with us because because obviously you're living in 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 their primary area not in ours and i feel badly about that i wish you wish you came in clear is there some other station that bugs bugs you there too 1050 1050 who would that be um, was that sounds like the old wnew or something Oh, I don't remember what the call letter uh, WBZ is it WBD no. or boy I don't uh, know I don't know I'm not sure about that but I, but WINS I think would would cut into us right where you are yeah well Bruce Williams has been coming on fairly in and out in and out all night long mm. your your newscast when it came on was real strong and clear in the two o'clock but. Uh, some of the other things when you're talking, you know, you this isn't just tonight, but other times it's faded way down. Yeah, I'm really talking and suddenly it disappears and you hear something. Friday, uh, Friday morning, the replacement guy for the other one, he was talking away, and then I all of a sudden Western uh, country music came on and they're singing the guitar and violin. I know. I wish I wish it didn't have to be that way. I understand that, <clears throat> and I pretty appreciate you being concerned about that, uh, Richie. I wish we could come in much sharper all the time. There are some places where we do we we are compounding in, but other places like yours are kind of on the edge because of local stations that are very close to us on the dial, and they kind of block us out at times. But I I'm very you know, I'm, I'm very flattered that you would care about that, and I appreciate it. You know, well, you know the lady that calls from Fishkill, and that's yes. maybe about 30, 40 miles from here. And this is what I can't understand. Well, I think okay. I think once you get once you get just a, even a small distance away from from the New York City area, you sort of get out of the WINS uh, listening range. Just yeah. not not totally, but enough of, uh, away from it, so that we have a chance to. To, to battle with them, kind of on neutral territory, and so you can pick us up. That's true, but closer to New York, it becomes kind of tough. Norman, yes, sir. You had a lot of commercials last night, this morning. Not too well. Not too many commercials. Oh, you had more John Deere and a couple of white toothpastes and everything else. And some, the last John Deere came in clear. These ones weren't so good in the, the gas heat. No oh, oil yeah. burners. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, Richie. I really appreciate talking with you. Thanks, thank you very Norman, much. Yes, sir. One other thing. Yeah. There was a man on the radio down here. You talk about different the different uh, programs, and uh, he was in WR seven ten. Yes. And he was uh, giving information on uh, movies and videos, and he's like a collector, and on tapes. And he was talking about, I've heard different ones talking about the different records that they have or worthwhile and wondering. And he gave uh, uh, two names of the magazine. One was Goldmine, where I'm trying Discovery or something, or there was the other name of these uh, magazines that gave information on the records. Boy, I don't know, and I gotta get going, Richie, because I'm running over time. Yeah. I'm supposed to be off the air right this very, very minute. I'm sorry to to have to sh to shorten the conversation, but I really gotta get going. So I've got to say goodbye, and we'll be back tonight at eleven o'clock for a couple hours anyway. On behalf of of uh, 
Eddie LeClaire and the lovely Marilyn Garand, like myself, the almost good-looking Norm Nathan person. It's always fun to be with you, and I thank you for the calls and everything else. You're really very nice and very kind, and I appreciate it. See you tonight at 11. Did I say I'm Norm Nathan? I, th I already said that. I like to say that a whole lot because it makes me feel like I really exist. Otherwise, I feel like I'm not even here. <laughs> it's really a terrible thing. Anyway, have a good day. Bye-bye, old sport from WBZ Boston. Was the news really next? Were we really WBZ Boston? Norm ended that rather mysteriously with a question. I will end with a reminder. Please become a patron over on Patreon by subscribing to the show. I post exclusive, subscriber-only stuff there. You can do that for as little as a dollar a month. More if you feel inclined, as those who have subscribed are doing. And it's just so darn helpful. The link is below. Back to 1996 next week. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For Vacu Traffic with Kevin Brennan. No gloss, all soul, cheek nibbling, headstands, alley cat morals, Tammy Grimes, Christopher Plummer, Amanda Plummer, the Reverend Leonard Andrew Grimes in the 12th Street Baptist Church. CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Numerology, the WBZ Clinic, the Dumb Birthday Game Hall of Fame. Lloyd from Boxford, Canadian Customs Forms, Canadian Grammar, Solar Calculators, Couplets, Apples, Double Negatives, Working Nights, School Music Programs, Mr. Morals, Ken Newman, Eddie LeClaire, and the Shakespeare of Radio, Norm Nathan. I'm Tony Nesbitt.